And this is the municipal. Have you been paying attention to like city stuff? Don't vote, can't bitch. Sorry to uh, to point that finger at you. My answer was that would be yes and no. My tummy hurts, and I'm mad at the government. You're saying council wouldn't approve it, and two, you're robbing them of their their voice. It's it's he's already he's already failed to uphold. And welcome to another episode of the Municipals. I'm Matthew. And I'm Philip. Holy shit, what a week, eh? Oh my god. Um federal politics is uh things have been going on. You know, um we're reeling. A lot's happening. Let's just say this right up front. Uh our municipal fans. Come back next week because this is going to be a federal and provincial discussion. And, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Oh, my God. Uh, It's hard to believe that uh, Parliament, uh, the House of Commons has only been sitting for a week. And we've already got more embarrassment than uh, I think than we can really handle. I tell you what, like... I'm I'm still absorbing the news from like it was on the TV today and yesterday. But and I don't know that this is the same day that it happened, but let's start with your boy. Let's start there. Mr. Pierre Polyev. I love Do you I want to explain you, to me I, what happened? I love, listen, before we begin, I would just like to say that I do love that every every single person that I'm like is in my let's call it my hatosphere. Um, I love that you refer to them as my boy, specifically because I never know exactly which boy you are referring to at any given time. <laughs> there's there's a ton of boys to to drive from there, and uh, so yeah, I I think um, this one is where you want to start. Actually, I mean, oh my god, the it, it just reminded me. Sorry, I was thinking of like three things going on with federal politics. Uh, what we're just about to talk about now, um, you know, celebrating Nazis in the house. And I want to say the current, um, let's call it the, no, I'll save that for later when we actually get to it. But uh, so the first thing being, of course, uh, Pierre Polyev trying and failing spectacularly to say the name of a uh Canadian citizen and no, I'll tell you gonna... no, 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 no 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 before we get there uh I completely forgot the encompassing scandal that was resulting from this so federal politics is really hopping right now like shit is going down do you want to do you want me to play the video or do you want to explain what happened like maybe a little back, like because I don't even know. I wasn't watch. I don't watch. Was it question period? I don't. I don't watch was, question period. Okay, so this is about. Um, this is the current uh, Canada India scandal. Uh, the prime minister accused the Indian government of murdering a Canadian citizen on Canadian soil, and so it's it was the name of, it was the name of. The citizen who was who was murdered. Um, so let me just. Uh, okay. So. 
You don't have to say it. No, no, no. I'm not going to say it. Uh, I'm just trying to... Okay. Um, yes. Okay. So, Canadian citizen murdered on Canadian soil by the Indian government. That's the accusation. Uh, I believe at the moment... Like, it hasn't been confirmed, but apparently the PMO has, like, communications between... And, of course, it's not like... India doesn't seem to be denying it so much as they are... It seems like they're pointing at Canada and going, you guys aren't so great. So it's it's a very interesting kind of diplomatic row. But um, the leader of his loyal majesty's opposition, Pierre Polyev, my favorite, my my boy. Your favorite fr- uh, federal pal. Oh, God, yeah, I love him so much. I know if I saw him in person, I'd definitely want to shake his hand. I don't know why that for me is like a thing of uh, a point of contention, like, in my mind, I wouldn't shake his hand if I met him. But, you know, like, polite contention, it's like you almost reflexively would. I don't know. It's it's weird. Pierre Polyev. Oh, anyways, so he was trying to say the name of this guy's... His name in, in the house. Like, it wasn't... He wasn't being insulting towards him intentionally. Uh, he was just making a statement about the situation. And when he tried to say his last name... He dropped um, very, oh, how do I want to say this eloquently? A he hard, said the N-word. That's what you're going to hard, A hard G N-word. And what's what's so interesting about this, like, this goofy slip-up is, you know, so many people are like, you know, it's a mistake or whatever. But it's, it's hard. it's hard to think of any situation where you read a word and like that's how you read it and it's just it comes naturally out of your mouth like that you know what i'm saying like it's just it's the weirdest pierre pierre what are you doing what's happening here you know and it's not to, it's not to make light of the rest of the scandal but i i will say you know as we talk about federal politics uh, provincial politics, municipal politics, and a lot of this stuff is, you know, more professionally handled by other people. I'm not, you know, trying to discredit us. I'm just, um, I do feel like the foreign policy might be beyond us. Like, I don't want to step in 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 those politics because I, I feel like, I feel like it's 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 hard. It's beyond me. I like. It's an accusation that first it sounded like other countries weren't backing us up for. Now it sounds like the U.S. is backing us with. So it's kind of like, what's happening? What is going on? International politics is difficult. I'll say this. You know, one has to wonder exactly what Justin Trudeau is thinking. Because for him to make a... that's. It's one of the boldest accusations he's ever made. Maybe ever. You know, um, because Trudeau is soft on crime. He basically, in, in my opinion, he's soft on crime. And also in my op- opinion, you know, our army or whatever you want to call it is worse now than it used to be because of Money being taken away. Um, so, I mean, I hope he's not wrong. Because, I mean, this would make him look like a complete 
imbecile to the entire country if he doesn't already look like that. I will can say... I, uh, can I... I'm going to stick my neck out for the Prime Minister in the weirdest way possible. And I know it, it sounds like, and I, I repeat myself, it sounds like I constantly do. But I, I really just... I do think there's like a very strong... Not mainstream media. It's more like um, the post media, the right wings, the right leaning sort of media. I, I feel like they spend a lot of time not being honest about him. Again, I don't think Justin Trudeau is a particularly great prime minister, like in the grand scheme of things. But I, the truth is, and I, I understand how he's been characterized by like the Toronto Sun and the National Post how it could be very easy for some people to see this as him doing something out of some weird ego thing for some reason i don't i don't buy into that so the weirdest thing i'm going to say here and i i don't say this about him on any topic but i trust him to not be full of shit here you're you're absolutely right because we are dealing with you know one of the two most populated countries in the world, India. Um, you know, that's where all the shit happens. Uh, you know, Russell Peters says it, it it well. He's like, all the financial shit in the world takes place in the south of India. Not the people you want to pick a fight with. So I hope it's genuine. I hope it's legitimate. We'll see what happens. And that's about as much slack as I'm going to be able to cut this guy. Um do you want to continue continue or do you have more to add? No, no. Um, so we'll continue. I don't know if, if you want to jump straight to if you want to jump straight to the Nazi stuff, because I would like to interlude a bit. Well, you know what? I I I, I just I want to circle back to Polyev for a minute. Ah, hey, go. I'm, I'm good with that. So you're the the resident CIW in this podcast. You're the counselor in waiting. No <laughs> matter when it, it is, it will happen. You're the counselor in waiting. So, oh, I like that. Yes. So write that down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know that your 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 opinion of Pierre Polyev was not a favorable one before this. If you could put this incident as small or as big as you think it is, depending, you know, we have lots of listeners. Does this highlight the issues you already see with him? Or does this open a whole new bag? Or is this just is what it is and it was a slip? I'd love to hear what you have to say. And then we can continue with... Uh, Trudeau and his fuck ups. Um, here's God. It's it's not just a slip, and I I feel like it's important to say that it it's a slip, but it's not a slip that normal people would make. It's not in normal people's vocabulary. You know, you you read a word, and you're not going to think, oh, that says. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, like, even even I'm looking at 
looking at the spelling of his name and like I, I don't want to butcher it by trying to pronounce it myself. Well, no, I guess it's N-I-J-J-A-R. Even I would think even J, J sound, Nijar, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like I don't know where you try to sound correct on that. Come out, you know, on top with the N word. <laughs> like, here's the thing. Um, I mean, I feel like this this didn't this sucked. It sucked for him to do, but it for me it wasn't the worst thing he did last week. So, you know, in fact, uh, I can think of two things in my mind that are sort of worse. Only, and I say that because I'm I'm telling you, it's telling, it's weirdly telling about him because it came out of his mouth in the first place. Uh, like, obviously, he his intention wasn't to go into the House of Commons and say the N-word, you know? Like, <laughs> but I mean, again, it's still, he was, you know, willing and capable of saying that. Again, as I look at the spelling of this guy's name, and it's like, how do you get, how do you get that from that? You know, that, no, that doesn't make any sense. You know, what really upset me about Pierre Polyev uh, last week, uh, you know, following demonstrations across the country. Um, and I, I don't want to talk about the content really of, of the marches because people will argue that they're different things than they are. Uh, from my perspective, it looks to be very anti-trans, anti-queer. I mean, when you put up children that say into a microphone, all gays are psychopaths and you accuse other. I, I'm sorry, I'm going all over the place. I'm I'm not very focused here. But, you know, Justin Trudeau made a tweet that was it's very honestly, it's very boilerplate. It's, uh, you know, it's the tweet essentially just says, you know. Queer people, you are loved like it's it's very boilerplate and for the most part most people don't even take it very seriously from Justin Trudeau at this point it's like it's very it's just it is what it is but then Pierre takes it and he's like this prime minister is so divisive and he's <sighs> the fact that he took such opposition to simply a message of encouragement and unity I feel like it's very telling about who Pierre Polyev is. And I don't know. I just, as, as frankly, as incompetent as this stupid liberal government is, I wouldn't want a hateful government led by Pierre Polyev. I think that's, that's the way I see it. You know, like that's my, my very strong stance. The liberals are stupid as hell. I'm so sick of them. I'm so sick of every day. Things aren't getting better under them. And I know it sounds like um, the conservatives are a change. It's just like rolling the dice. But fuck. They suck. I really hate. I, right now, I'm just, I'm so obnoxiously annoyed by our federal government, all the parties right now. And that perfectly slides me into a standing ovation 
for a Nazi in the House of Commons. Matthew, I've been talking for a while. What do you think of this? I didn't know um, <laughs> right when it happened. I heard Nobody did, it. or rather the, the people there didn't either. What is this news, like three or four days old? Oh, um, so it happened on, yeah, yeah. Three or four, yeah, three days. It happened on it happened on Friday, and I think the background of like where this guy served in the war was like it came out more to focus on Saturday. So Sunday has been sort of the the media cycle hyping this up, and today is just them being goofy clowns in the House of Commons. It bothers me because again, this goes against Justin Trudeau. He didn't do. His homework, his research. He didn't vet the person. You know, like the person he had dinner with. Where was it again? In was it in China or somewhere? He had dinner with this person, and he he was uh, some sort of criminal. I don't remember the story, but for anyone who's listening, you, you know the story. You know what I'm talking about. You know, I think and, I know what you're talking about. Even, and then, you know. I, I, it goes back to him going to what? What's the name of that island? The Aga Island or something? Oh, Aga Khan, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Aga Khan Island, and then lying about it. Oh, I was working. Oh, I'm not. You guys are paying for it. No, I'm paying for it. No, Aga Khan's paying for it. Who's paying for it? Just tell the truth. You fucked up. Who cares? You know, I, I got to ask you this, okay? Because you and I. We're involved in politics. You ran. I didn't. But we run because we're pissed off. We we want to run because we're pissed off. Pissed off because the government's not doing what they were elected to do. That's right. Yeah. I, I got to ask you, before I lose the question in my brain, um, are you more pissed off at the thing they do or the cover-up? Because you notice... With everything that's done, there's always a cover-up as well. I will you admit, even Rob Ford tried to cover up his drug use. Here's here's what I'll say. The cover-up is more insulting. Um, because, the, honestly, as you, as you put it, a lot of the things that they fuck up on, I don't think are... They're big deals. You know, it is our... They're our government. They're... And they are embarrassing fuck-ups. But as you said, a lot of them could simply be like, if I mean, at a certain point, it happens so many times, people get sick of hearing it. But if they just said, guys, we screwed this one up. We dropped the ball. Like right now, this whole... Now, here's the only thing I will say that sounds like it's defense of the liberals in this situation, but it's not. Everyone there applauded, stood up and clapped for this man. You know, so there's not an innocent MP here. They were told, they heard, they clapped. They didn't even, uh, someone else had mentioned, you know, in his introduction by the speaker, he was referred to as fighting against uh, Russia in World War II. Um, and as other people have said, Russia was fighting against the Nazis in World War II. 
So if you're saying you're fighting against Russia, you know, but and then but everyone, I guess, didn't think about it and clapped anyways. You know, that includes. No, it doesn't matter for me to say who it includes. It doesn't matter. It's all of them. All of them were there. They all clapped. And I say that's the closest thing I'll say as a defense of the liberals, because I'm not defending them. They're included. They're all they're a part of it. But obviously, they're the ones who invited him. Just, you know, so the speaker is like, this was on me. Good for you. Justin, just say, I'm sorry I clapped for the man. How hard is this? Like, I think that's the thing. I think I'm going to, I want to pose something to you. I'm going to defend all the people that clapped. I want to see if you can poke holes in this. Is it is it not partially the fault of the world in which we live in right now where political correctness has gone amok and you can't say anything because if you say something, you'll be deemed racist or homophobic or transphobic or whatever other phobic there is? You can't say anything. You have What's... to follow. The, the, the sheep have to follow in the herd. So when even if if it's just one party clapping, the other two are going to join in. It's political correctness. You have to clap. So what's interesting is I'm I've kind of had a similar thought, but not not about political correctness, but about the uniform clapping. And that's that's more and I mean it's the easiest way for me to kind of like give form to it but because i think it's so famous you know like how we hear about the ontario conservatives and how you know doug ford says anything and they all clap for him and it's all ridiculous and it pisses everyone else off but like every party you know they give their little speech and their party they all do like the clap thing behind them it's i don't i don't know how to say this without sounding too obnoxious but i mean we are doing a podcast so i guess we're allowed to be obnoxious of course um (laughs) But it's like, it's, it's, I mean, in my mind, it's not a political correctness thing. It's the members of the house, they clap when they're told to clap. They don't think about it. There's no, you know, hey, I should fight against this. It's the same when they whip the vote and like they all vote for something, even if they're personally against it. Like just, I I actually, and I think this kind of goes to something that you said a while ago where the house should be uh, i think there's more seats now but i'm just going with they call it 338 canada for a reason the 338 seats in the house they should all be independent absolutely so like i do see it as it's not a not a a political correctness thing but it is a uniform in-group thought with the political parties i hate coming to his fucking defense (laughs) <laughs> but you see how you see how I'm able to do that even though everyone knows I don't like the man I can be fair we try our best it's just well, been a very messy messy week for federal politics um although as a as a I, quick shout out I interrupt you just yes. cuz you know the next part we'll, we'll do all the provincial stuff but I I I got I got to tell you this Fun little story. So uh, I was driving my son home from school and he said, Dad, 
who's the king of Canada or king or queen of Canada? And I said, well, of course, he said Romana de Julo, of course. I said King Charles. <laughs> That's accurate. Um, I never asked you this, but it fits because we're talking federal right now. What do you think the relationship between Canada and the new monarchy, King Charles, do you expect anything to change? Because, I mean, everything is Her Queen Majesty, like on all the royal documents, everywhere when you go to court, anything. I'm just wondering how you think that, uh, or maybe we've already seen it and I'm just not fucking paying attention. What what kind of difference between Queen Elizabeth and King Charles when it comes to Canada and whether or not that gives Justin Trudeau more power? Um, interesting questions. Uh, <laughs> so glad that we have the monarchy specialist, i.e. me here. Because I love the monarchy. Not no. Everyone um, wants to know what you think. Everyone probably can predict what I'm going to say. Um, you know, and I, I can't obviously predict this. It's just sort of a a sense I get. You know, we we were with Queen Elizabeth. I mean, you and I our entire lives. And to be perfectly honest, we're not going to be with um. Oh Charles. my god. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm leaving yeah. that in. Yes. Yeah, you can leave that in. Uh and that's exactly. I who is this guy? And he's not going to as terrible as it sounds and I this is just the reality of life. He's not going to be with us all that long, especially in comparison to our last queen. You at know most 20 funny? at can most just... at most 20 years. Can I can I just poke something? So when I was growing up and stuff, um, it wasn't until after my first marriage, somewhere around there, I think it was like 2007, the first Pope that I ever was aware of, he he died, but apparently he'd been Pope for decades. (laughs) Um, And then the second Pope didn't last long before the next Pope came. So it's kind of like the same thing. The Queen lasted forever. No one thought that fucking woman was going to die. And now King Charles, he probably won't last that long. And then William, well, he'll be king way past us, I think. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I will say, I think it might have been meeting Liz Trust that really, really did it in for the queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, you know, so the so the weird thing that I have, my weird thought is, I don't think King Charles is going to be that influential. Um, And that's just in my mind because I don't think he'll be around for that long. So I don't think our relationship with the monarchy changes too much. I think it really depends on what happens after Charles. But again, I don't... It... Again, it could be... I say maximum 20 years. Humans are funny people. You know, like, we, our bodies do weird things. He could go... Listen again, once again, please, Secret Service. I'm not threatening. I'm not. A, I'm not saying anything. He could go tomorrow. <laughs> That's a par- parody. Parody. Yes. Yeah, well, no, I'm not threatening. I'm not threatening. No, don't take me away. Yeah, parody <laughs> in Minecraft. Parody, parody, satire, parody. 
uh unalive unalive <laughs> you know i think we're good okay we're we're covered secret service or whatever the uk equivalent is oh shit james bond so one more thing i wanted to cover federally we got about nine minutes it's it's good it's like our first commercial break entire federal corner exactly do you believe we're going to have a fucking election before 2025? Federally, of course, um, I'm talking about. I know what you're... <sighs> I'm talking about a general election. I, I, I know what you mean. Um, The thing is... In your opinion. In my opinion. <laughs> I think... Here's the thing. It's... I've acknowledged to you, and I've been saying to you, the... The federal liberals right now, it's like they're just stepping on rakes. Their government, it's they're doing the sideshow bob of just step, you know, smack. I need a cartoon then, of that. <laughs> well, you know what I'm you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Uh yeah, the stepping on rakes. And so in my mind, I think it, it kind of feels like the joke where someone says, you know, one more lane about solving traffic, but in this case, it's like one more scandal and the federal NDP will let this fall. But the thing is, I, in my mind, I understand why the NDP would want to keep this government going. Um, Because the alternative right now, especially based on pollings, is a conservative government. And, you know, it sounds like I'm saying this from a, I am saying this from a partisan perspective, but from the NDP's perspective, you know, Right now, they're working towards an improved dental care. Um, You know, I put one finger up as if I was going to list things. At the moment, what else has the NDP really gotten out of this deal? <laughs> like anything? I really should have, you know, I shouldn't have done this finger. I should have started with this finger. You know, <laughs> like they only got, isn't that really all they've gotten from this federal government? Like, and I feel like this is the time for them to put pressure on. Instead, Jagmeet is going on Twitter and doing his, oh, Justin Trudeau is not right for Canada. It's like, my guy, you're not viewed as the alternative. People are going to vote for Pierre and not for you. Like, work with your partner to make the policy better. Don't just insult him. You're not blow- the prime minister in waiting. I, I got something that's going to blow your mind. Uh-oh. Figure this out, okay? Uh-oh. I know someone who hates the ground that Doug Ford walks on. But she's so excited about the possibility of Pierre Polyev being the next prime minister. Go figure that. Some people are very interesting. You know, it's like, in my mind, the Doug Ford government tells you what a federal conservative government would do. But for some some people, it's like a complete. It's like night and day. It's like, well, no, yeah, Doug Ford's a stupid idiot. Here's a completely different thing. It's like, what? How? You know what? In what he, way? But but in the same vein as Doug Ford, he he is that um, entertaining storyteller. Vibe. You know what? Here's you know what I, I I'm about. Oh no, I'm about to big up Doug Ford. <laughs> Doug Ford. He's got that, he's got, not always, and in fact, most of the time I say he doesn't have it, but there were moments where that man genuinely, like, when he swallowed that fucking bee, and he just, like, the charm just, like, oozes out of him, just like, whoa, you also swallowed that freaking bee, and it's just like, 
here's that bumbling folksy premier reelected haha <laughs> jokes and it's just like everything's goofy like pierre doesn't have that in him he doesn't have that goofy dog in him i just usually if they call a snap election they're doing it from what they perceive as a position position of strength yes liberal i think we can agree not on much, but I think we can agree on this, that the Liberals, they're kind of on weak ground right now. This would, yeah, this would be a uh, a bad opportunity to go to an election. I agree. Um, and if anyone has a position of strength, before that, that slip up, I would have told you Pierre Polyev. I got to tell you, a lot of people are probably not are not happy of the slip, regardless if it's just harmless. He didn't mean it. He mispronounced the guy's name, whatever excuse you want to use. There's a contingent of the crowd that are a genuinely offended and then B. Oh, wait, there's something to be offended by. OK, let's be offended. <laughs> there's there's two groups of those people, you know, um, but I, I, I got to say that if Justin Trudeau calls a snap election we're looking at, at a pierre polyev government oh yeah no question we're, we're not looking at a jagmeet singh government and that's you know i feel like my thing with jagmeet right now is you know he he holds up the the federal liberals and he keeps them in power they're not going to get rewarded by the liberals for that okay and they're going to get punished no, by no, the voters sorry no, sorry so i'm saying the alternative here they let this liberal government collapse. They're not going to be rewarded by conservatives for letting the government collapse. So in my mind, the NDP should just do what they think is right because they're not going to get rewarded by any voters, no matter what they do. Hold up the liberal government or dump them for a conservative government. They're not going to get rewarded with support. So they should just do what they think is right. I completely agree, but that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> But we also both probably disagree on what we think is right here. Well, re-electing the federal liberals is a mistake. And I don't like parties, but we live in a world that we have political parties. So if my choice can't be, well, everyone should be independent, then I have to choose. I'm always going to choose change because what what is what it what is there now is not working i don't even think if you take justin trudeau out and you put anyone in his place because it's not justin trudeau is part of the problem but he's not the whole problem the problem are the policies that are being pushed by the liberal party by the head of the liberal party who answers to the donors that's the problem the, the, the so-called, quote-unquote, 1%. And Hell yeah. Fuck all of those guys. I yeah, right now that. it's really... Right now it's feeling like it's, you know, the clown car, which is our House of Commons, and all the clowns, which are MPs, walking out of that car. I Doing just... Honk, honk. I wish that we as citizens could expect better from our politicians and then actually get it oh god 
expecting better of our politicians, Matthew. That sounds like the voice of someone who still has hope. (laughs) Yes, I do. And with that, I hope you guys have enjoyed our federal portion. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with the provincial portion. And welcome back. And right off the bat, I guess I owe you guys and Philip an apology because, you know, Phil and I, we we both work full time. A lot of shit happened last week and I didn't finish the editing until early Saturday and I released the episode on Saturday. So I released it like maybe what is it, four days late. So I do apologize for that. Will not happen this week. I'm on top of my shit this week. Uh, <laughs> Phil, man, we got a fucking pile of dog shit to unpack. From Queen- before we get there, from Queens before Park. we get to Queens Park, <laughs> there's there's two things. A, I want to acknowledge uh, as as quickly as I can about you know just this is the tail end of our federal bit. Uh, on my Twitter, because I very much care about my socials, um, I made a great Taylor Swift joke, and it got no recognition on Twitter. I'm very upset, and I just need you to know that. <laughs> now, secondly, now this is provincial politics, but not Ontario politics and mostly nonsense. Matthew, are you aware of who David Eby is? No. He is the premier of British Columbia. And during our uh, little interlude here, our 10 minute uh, break, I was reminded that that man is an absolute unit. The next time you're free to look anything up, Matthew, I need you to look at a picture of David Eby against literally any other human being. That man is gigantic. And I say this not insulting at all, just speaking facts about the man. He is a unit. <laughs> I will take a look, definitely. <laughs> that's that's it. That's all I have to say. That's my so, uh, BC politics for the moment. So before we get into the juicy stuff, I just want to address briefly the um, the protests and stuff that are going on. Uh, like I've told everyone, I am a delivery driver, um, and I drive downtown. So... Uh, I think it was Friday, Friday. I drove because I, I, I love to, as a delivery driver, you develop habits, you learn the roads, which ways you can go, where all the shortcuts are, right? So there's, there's a way in which you're a drive, you're not a driver, so you don't know this, but you can't make if you're on College Street going towards Queens Park, you can't make a left turn onto University. I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but it is for delivery drivers. So I find myself having to take Wellesley straight across and it interloops. It actually goes straight through Queens Park. So I happen to see and I'm like, wow. Like there are so many people, so many signs. Oh, people, for the protest today? No, no, this was Friday. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, people were dressed, not dressed, wrapped in flags. If I could say that, I think I think I can say that. Um, there were people for, against. I, honestly, I didn't know that it was happening before it happened 
on Friday. I will say for today, you can't even get, you can't drive near it. I was taking Wellesley to turn around to go down university and you can't do that because they have a, they have a cop blocking any cars at Bay and Wellesley. They have cops again, blocking any, anyone coming, um, uh, onto Queens park, like the, the, that wraps around the building. They completely shut that area down to traffic. I don't know why. I have no idea. Um, maybe if you want to. Uh, I what, guess that would have been for the protest this morning. Yeah. What? What? What was that? Like, I'm. I feel like. I feel like I've been living under a rock because I don't actually even understand what they're fucking complaining. Sorry, I don't mean to be disrespectful. What the protest is about. I actually, um, I think it was about healthcare, and I, I gotta tell you, I'm a bit embarrassed myself that I'm not entirely sure what the deal I, was. I just, I, actually, I just knew that. I just know that something was happening. I actually think that they're, they're pissed off that parents get to know now. About what? Like the whole uh, uh, pronoun thing at school. I think that was a central issue. If it's not that, I have no fucking clue what the... Yeah, I don't... No, it's not that. Are you sure? I don't think so. I think that's what Friday was about. That is what Friday was about. Okay. And I know... um, In fact, I was going to give a shout out to my brother who was at the counter protest and I'm very proud of him for going. Uh, He also, he met, he met Gru, my friend Gru. I was very excited to hear about that. And uh, there we go. That's uh, my, my connection to the uh, Victoria Park Collegiate Institute uh, counter protest. I wasn't there myself. I wish I was, but I was not. Uh all right. Well, let's let's dive into it. We've put it on long, put it off long enough, and people probably want to hear. Well, they know they they really want to hear what you have to think. I'll I'll throw in some sound bites. Let's talk about the green belt. The green belt. So, oh, man, do you want to go chronologically? So first, you know, Steve Clark. Uh, well, Ryan Amato got fired. Steve Clark resigned. Not as an MPP, just as the minister. Right. He he wants less work, but he still wants to get paid. Right. And then what's what's his face? Rashid. I don't know if he was put in a penalty box or he willingly walked out on the conservatives. I'm not yeah, sure. I no, I think he was pushed out. I think um I think that was the case. Are my, you telling my... me that so if he gets cleared? in whatever they're doing, and he gets invited back, you think he's going to go back? I would say, fuck you guys. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. Um, I could be, I could be mischaracterizing the situation. That is, that's just what my understanding of it was. And then, uh, the hits keep rolling. Monte McNaughton quit everything effective immediately. That, blew me away in my mind that came out of nowhere this guy was running for the leadership was it the same race of doug ford and and christine elliott he was there too right uh or was he running federally 
conservative. I've heard of this guy. No, he ran against Patrick Brown. That's what it was. Oh, okay, okay. That's what it was. Now, now people did correct me, I want to say, because I have a very limited view of Monty McNaughton because I haven't seen him for very for very long. And my my honest limited view of the man was of the conservatives of the conservatives in power, he was the pretty decent one. You know, he um he didn't seem like he was getting engulfed in the culture wars. He wasn't, you know, com- being needlessly combative. He was doing stupid cutesy burger like road trips. And I, I say that because I love that shit, you know, um, like it's it's stupid and folksy, but, it, you know, it was I it was niceties. It was the smallest niceness you could get out of this government. Now, I am to understand that he actually has a a fairly uh, I'm going to call it a rabid watchdog. Uh, no, rabid. What am I trying to say? Guard dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, a rabid guard dog sort of past where he's been like worse, like not great. Um, but my limited, I, I didn't see that stuff, but I, I believe them again, because he is part of the conservatives. And I believe you tell me some awful things and I will believe you because I, I have no faith in them. <laughs> That's not exactly fair, but it, it did feel like he came out of nowhere. So I'm curious if you think um, he's resigning because of the scandal, because he thinks something bigger is going to come, or if you truly think it is just a coincidence, the timing. I absolutely do not believe it's a coincidence. <laughs> um, either, listen, I, I can't, I can't read his mind. Either he's fed up with it and said, fuck it, I'm out. Or it's going to get worse and he doesn't want to get any on him. He uh, stepped in Queens Park day one. Uh, from summer holiday, put his foot down. Was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> My God. And, okay, so did anyone else resign after Monte McNaughton? No, but that one really did feel shocking. Okay, so then after that, was it a day later or same day? Doug Ford I think comes was... out and goes, "I'm reversing everything. We're gonna put the land back in the green belt." No harm, no foul, baby. That's how we operate. You guys love me again, right? You love me again. (laughs) It's nothing is funnier, really, than the situation because it it truly is, you know, it's not like his, it's not his hand is caught in the cookie jar. It's his hand is caught in the cookie jar where you see crumbs around his face because he's already eaten some of the cookies. And he's like, uh, and he like barfs up. He's like, and he like puts that barf in the cookie jar. And he's like, see guys, it's it's back. It's all good. Everything's fine. But no, Doug, you ate the cookies. You can't just puke them back and make it go away. I I really sold on my uh, my puking analogy. I'm pretty excited about it. But <laughs> but like today in Queens Park to say, um that his reversal was leadership. No, you spent weeks trying to justify it. You were caught. We, like last September, people were like, hey, something real sketchy is going on with this uh, with this wedding. And uh, 
the green belt lands. What's going on? It's like we've known it's been shit for a year. And for you to be like us reversing course now is leadership. No, I mean, I, I hate to say that because in a lot of cases, as we discussed a little earlier, Justin Trudeau could do a lot of good by simply saying, hey, we fucked up. We're reversing course. You know what I mean? But like, it's no, we can't. You know, some people want to minimize it by saying, you know, we should give politicians room to make mistakes and say they're sorry. And it's like, yeah, there was room for that. I want to say a year ago. I mean, no, sorry. The best time to not do it was a year ago. Second best time is now or whatever. But again, it didn't, they were, it's not, they were caught and they immediately reversed course. Like, oh, I didn't realize you guys didn't like that. It was, they were caught and spent weeks going, oh, but this is the right thing to do. Like they were trying to justify it. So it's not leadership to reverse course now. I mean, again, that's not me. The government is malleable to public opinion. Which is a good thing, actually. I mean, that is kind of a kudos to Doug Ford, but I don't, not a lot, not a big one. I think, see, it's, it's, I'm generally a person who doesn't like conspiracy theories. However, I can't ignore a couple of scenarios here. And I may be way off and wrong as hell, and I'll own that. But I can't help but think, you know, one of two things is going on here. Either A, Polyev is telling Doug Ford, hey, listen, you need to wrap this shit up because people are going to get pissed off at conservatives like they already are, and I'm going to lose this election, and then nothing's going to happen to you because they'll have already taken their anger out on the conservative party. That's one and, and and then the other is, well, he's hoping that if he wraps up the green belt, now it's done. Now the voters will not be so angry and they'll forget. And then in 2026, he'll get reelected. Any so, of the, am I way off? Do you, do you see any logic in what I just said? Or am I crazy? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk about both those points. Uh, so point A, I, I think if Pierre was involved in this, so proud of himself that he, you know, he wouldn't shut up about it. He'd be like, yeah, I told Doug to do the right thing, you know. I feel like he's opportunistic in that way. So that's the reason I don't follow that one. Now, your second thing, like conspiratorial, that's just what happens with this government. They spend three, I mean, that's what they, sorry, I realize I can't make a repeated pattern, you know, thing with them because they've only had one full term. Bullshit. And then the last year, I mean, it's not that it was jam-packed with good policies, but they gave, you know, people with cars of like vehicle, like the, the sticker rebates, and a bunch of people were like, hell yeah, that man's my premier. <laughs> and he got voted back in. Again, not quite that simple. I know it's more complicated than that. But like feeling of outrage. That is absolutely what they're hoping for. So it's not, I would say it's not conspiratorial. I would say that's absolutely the strategy. That's the game. Absolutely. Your audio is a little squiggly. I just want to let you know that. Like, it sounds like you're a robot. You know, what's funny is uh, I, I didn't want to call you out, but uh, you're sounding exactly the same. So, uh. I think we're both screwing up here somehow. We're just going to have a segment of our show where we're both robotic. And we're back. Fucking oh my technical God. issues two weeks in a row. Jeez. We apologize for our robotic natures. We uh, we didn't lose our souls for a moment. Uh, maybe we did. Okay, but you're the T-1000. I'm Arnold. If yeah, we're okay. Gonna, if we're going to be robots. All right. You're okay. good with that? All right, I guess. <laughs> 
I don't know enough Terminator lore, so I'll just accept whatever role I'm given. You know, Phil and I were just talking uh, while we were trying to fix this. Well, no, it wasn't his issue. It was my issue, and I was trying to fix it. And uh, we're so, we're going to sidebar the green belt for a minute. Um, you know, it's been 30 years since the debut this past month of Boy Meets World. You know, that was the shit when I was a kid, man. I, I remember that show. It was like the first love story I ever watched. I guess if I could say that. And 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 Phil, while I was going through these anniversaries, he's discovered the glasses. Oh, I've, I've I've discovered the Zoom filters. I'm going to ruin the rest of our professional working relationship for as long as we're working together. I'm probably never going to show my eyeballs again. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with these eight bit sunglasses. I think that's where we're at. And, uh, you know, as well, we were talking about anniversaries. 20 years uh, ago was the debut of One Tree Hill, one of my personal favorites. Um, you know, <laughs> anything that started in, in 2003 or the specifically the fall of 2003, it's the 20th the anniversary. baby. Yeah, that started too. Yeah, 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 I gotta tell you, my favorite thing about the OC is uh, I don't remember any of the real people's names. Uh, I just I know I liked Ryan because he punched people, and I like Seth because he was a silly, goofy horse guy. You're more and, of a Seth uh, guy. Uh, yeah, naturally, of course, one hundred percent. But yeah, there's nothing I wrong like, with that. I like the OC. I, I love don't know it. why. <laughs> oh, and then I also I also threw in the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Um, that's not I don't know how many people that will appeal to, but uh, any uh, Whovians floating around can be excited. Uh, you know, Doctor Who mentioned woohoo, yeah. I bet you, know, you get I your can... sonic screwdrivers up. I bet you I can tell you something that you don't know. Ooh. I currently have in my possession a copy of the entire series of the OC. In its original packaging, untouched, because you can get it on Amazon Prime. And my That's theory cool. is, why am I going to damage my disc by handling it and and having it scratch up and stuff when I could just watch it online? If the buffering ever starts to bother me, that's when I go to... Because now... Matthew. Now, Amazon Prime... Matthew! Commercials. You wouldn't steal a video. Yes, we would. We all would. Let's be real. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm doing those old um you know, you wouldn't download a car uh like anti-digital theft advertisements, except that everyone thinks like, yeah, I'd fucking download a car. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> uh so for our listeners that were listening to us talk about the green belt, we're going to pick that up uh, next week, I'm sure, because shit might change between now and then. Uh Parliament's back. Um I can't remember. Didn't didn't I hear right? Sorry, I, I we're going back for a little bit, but didn't I hear right? Justin Trudeau was it? Justin Trudeau was not available during question period. He didn't come, or was that Doug Ford? I can't remember who who it was. You know what? Um, today that would have been Justin Trudeau. You know what? On any given day, you could say that really about one or the other. But they both have horrendous uh, attendance records, specifically for. Uh, question period specifically for question period right 
Yeah, I Doug. I mean, I think I think Doug Ford. It's more universal. Like he just fucking hates his job. <laughs> Justin Trudeau doesn't like to answer questions. Doug Ford doesn't like to show up at all. <laughs> now we do have a few minutes. I wanted to talk about briefly about Scarborough Southwest. What are you thinking, my boy? Well, you heard the announcement. Your current TDSB school trustee is running to be your next city councillor. Yours specifically, because you're in Ward 20. Very specifically, yeah. I can't remember her name, though. Melissa Gooch or something. Uh, Oops. I <laughs> oh, my God. Was that a Pierre Polyev level? Like You said oops. Oh. You, oh, didn't, you I... didn't say tits or boobs or <laughs> no, I was see, I I was worried that anyway, it's not important. Not important. <laughs> um I did see that because I was tagged in it uh by my boy Alan. Uh, let's see. Now this kind of goes in, yeah, okay. Oh, Malakas Goose. So I, I think that's um why why would you run for TDSV trustee? Did she did she get elected and it wasn't the job she thought it was? Like I have, I have no idea. I don't even know. You'd know if she she's a new um a newbie or did she run for re-election? No, I think she's no, she's brand new because previously it was uh, Parthi, Parthi Kandavel was our TDSB trustee. So, uh, so she's brand new and now she's trying to run against Parthi. Um, and beat him yeah. again. Well, oh, I no, mean, no. Par- yeah. Parthi came in second to Gary. So, I mean, right. right. Although so, my man, I see my man, Corey is, uh, running again. I gotta, Big I got to my man. I gotta ask, you know, you are living it. Do you have, not who you're supporting, but do you have an early favorite as to who, or maybe two, who who it might come down to? You know, in your, in your opinion. Here's the thing. Here's what's great about uh, I can cower behind my opinion, but um, I can just go based off the last election. Uh, first, second, and third was Gary, Parthi, Kevin. So take out take out Gary. And I think the competition, I mean, I obviously want it to be more complicated than this. You know, Parthi Kevin. Now, of course, we do have Suman Roy. You know, he created Feed Scarborough across the street right from my house. Maybe I'm giving too many details about where I live. But, um, you know, so he's got he's got a huge community behind him. Uh, so Suman maybe maybe will come out, you know, big in this one. Um, Malik Ahmad ran as well last election, although I didn't, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Um, he, he didn't get a thousand votes, so I, I don't expect that. <laughs> I mean, again, it's not a knock and neither did I. <laughs> but you, you've been there. You, you, you lived it. Yeah. And I loved it. That's great. Oh man. Well, I no, think... I can't wait until like this goes into like it's more full swing, more like events are happening. I really want to get really deep into it. Absolutely. I can't wait. And we're going to cover that all and more. 
Uh, thanks, guys. This is a bit of a short episode for us. Uh, we want to thank you guys for listening and, and continuing to listen. Um, we're going to be bringing you new content. You guys know that. Um, we got Phil. He's contracted to do this forever. No, I'm just mm. <laughs> well, um, that's, that's facts. <laughs> so we're going to bring it to you with our opinion because we wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You know who you are. I'm going to read out all the places next week i promise and uh you know that's gonna do it for us here we're we're just we are so caught up and mired in the news it's like you know in the sports world there are the dog days of the summer where you know football's on break and hockey's on break and basketball's on break and baseball's the only thing going so it's kind of a slow news day but in politics, it's almost never like that. Oh, it's and always something's happening. It's it's so amazing. I, I get excited to just you know the Patrick Brown thing. I you know I was fuck it. I'm not working there anymore. I used to work at Queens Park, so the Patrick Brown thing thing I lived it. Um. And there's not much more I can say about that. You know, we'll, <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you for, for listening. You know where to, to hit us up. Oh yeah. Fellows and fellows. We hate our federal government. We hate our provincial government. Uh, we're feeling fairly soft on our municipal government right now, but let's wait until next week. We'll see where we land. Uh, for me and Matthew later. This is the municipal. Have you been paying attention to like city stuff? Don't vote, can't bitch. Sorry to uh, to point that finger at you. My answer was that would be yes and no. My tummy hurts, and I'm mad at the government. You're saying council wouldn't approve it, and two, you're robbing them of their their voice. It's it's he's already he's already failed to uphold. Well,